Roxo Media House. Jeff Wilson started covering the Texas Rangers in 2008, though he'll never forget 2021. Out on his own, he decided it was time to do a podcast, but his wheels were spinning until a nerd came along. There's no going back now. Welcome to the Texas Rangers Baseball Podcast. Here's your host, Jeff Wilson, and the recliner nerd himself, John Moore. Hey everybody, welcome to the Rangers Today Baseball Podcast. This is episode number 54, and today... Joining us is going to be Emily Jones McCoy, and we're going to talk about Do It for Dirt, which is really close to all of our hearts. You're on the board of yeah. on it, but we're yeah. going to talk to her about that. We're going to also go down to the bus leagues, a couple of big things to talk about there. Sure. But before we do any of that, let's talk about the big league club. All right. Um, they are out of contention for playoffs. We talked about that last week, but we're coming to the end of this thing. Sure. Um, had a pretty good win two nights ago last night. By the way, this is this is Thursday morning as we're doing this. Uh, they're in Seattle. Um, you know, he took a nice one off the arm. Oof. Yeah, that looked pretty awful. Uh, Corey Seager, by the way. Yeah. You can't see that. <laughs> so, uh, so tell him about that. Did you, I mean, I, I haven't seen the bruise. I, I happen yeah. to not be watching when that happened. Yeah, you know, it was. it's kind of weird. I've, I've kind of wondered this for a while now. It seems like a lot of batters get hit on their back elbow. Right. And, and that's how Elvis Andrus broke his arm four years ago. Uh, Willie Calhoun last year. And then Corey Seager apparently has has uh, avoided fracturing his arm, but it, you know it hit him inside fastball and it like bruised immediately. Right. And um, he he came out of the game eventually. You know Josh Smith replaced him at shortstop, but you know all the and then extra- started yesterday. Yeah, all the X rays were were good, and uh, you know, but it hurts like hell. I'm I'm sure, and uh, I can only imagine. You know, but but Seager, Seager last year got hit in the right hand, right. broke it. And, and missed a couple months. So, um, I, you know, he's probably breathing a sigh of relief, even though there's only eight games left right. as, as we sit here right now. So, um, yeah, but um, good good news, I guess. I mean, you, you know, I know at the end of the season, he breaks his arm, he's not going to miss any games, but still you don't want to have to deal with that. You want a guy to have a normal offseason going, going to spring training. Yeah, no rehabbing in the offseason, right. just rest and right. getting ready. Right, exactly. And so ho- hopefully that's what it is. And you know, an off season. This is going to be a great off season. I I hate it that I feel this way, but when we're winding down, I am excited for Yankees to get here. Um, probably going to be out there for the doubleheader uh, to do that. And but but it, it's kind of ready for this thing to end because I think I'm ready for it to end because I'm excited about the off season. I want to. I, I love to watch playoff baseball, but as soon as that's done, this is going to be a fun off season. Well, it's you know I the. The first thing, first things first, got to hire the manager. Sure, you know, and and yeah, you know they want to, they want ideally to get that done by by the middle of October, uh, November. No, I'm sorry, middle of October. God, not the middle of November, <laughs> middle of October. Um, and and that way, you know, the 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 new manager can be in place, and he can sit in on the pro scouting meetings. He can give his ideas of what the players, the free agents that that, that, that he, he would want to pursue. Right. Uh, you know, if it's it's a if it's a a seasoned veteran manager. He'll have decisions to make on the coaching staff. Right. Uh, he'll probably want to bring in some of his own guys, multiple of his own guys. Right. So uh, there's a lot that that happens with that. But that's, you know, that's going to be their biggest acquisition, you know, of the offseason is, is the the new manager. And so uh, that's first and foremost. And and I don't know if it's exciting or not for fans. Um, this fan it is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, it's not particularly exciting as a journalist having to go through the the search, but um, so that's first, and and then you know you got to get to the end of the World Series, and then free agency opens. Now, now the Rangers will have exclusive negotiating rights with their own free agents, right? So and there's one we're really talking about. Well, there, uh, you know, Matt Moore is another one that that has yeah, been you mentioned. just wrote about this, and um, you know, that's he's had such a great year, you know, and and it seems like if. The, the Rangers really need to overhaul their bullpen. I mean, right. they, you know, if they're going to be a contender, they can't go into it with the same group of arms. And then, thus, um, Leclerc is yeah. Here. Well, and Leclerc is is an interesting situation because he's he he's in his last guaranteed year of his the contract extension he signed in spring training out of 2018 or 19. Right. Um, the club option is is six million dollars or, or seven hundred fifty thousand dollar buyout. You know, do you do you want to spend that kind of money on Jose Leclerc who could be your closer, but I, you know, one thing I've I've written about too, and I'm very curious, what is Chris Young's approach to the bullpen? Right, 
because for years with John Daniels, John Daniels said, I'll find you a guy who can get you 30 saves. Didn't spend a lot of money. That's why you have Sean Tolleson and Sam Dyson with 30 save seasons. Right. Um, But, you know, the back end of the bullpen, you look at the contenders, you know, the Dodgers are the exception, I guess. But, um, you know, Edwin Diaz with the Mets, you know, and right. And he's a free agent. Sure. And, and the, I know the Yankees are kind of juggling between Chapman and, uh, uh, Clay Holmes and you know, stuff like that, but they have multiple options and guys who've kind of been there and, and done that. And the Ranger, the Rangers really don't have that. So, and, and it would be interesting to see, you know, Chris Young played with Trevor Hoffman. Right. He was on those, the, the two really good Royals teams, the one that won the world series that, leaned so heavily on the bullpen. Right. And Greg Holland was the closer who, you know, he started the year at the Rangers, but uh, back in his heyday, he was as, as good as anybody. Absolutely. And getting saved. So is that something that, that Chris Young believes in and, and needs to see a guy who is a closer, you know, and, and, and can go get you the three outs every night. There's no question who's pitching that inning. Right. And it just sets everything else up ahead of him. So Absolutely. I'm curious to know about that. Yeah, and because that is an, an interesting situation because it's not just starting pitching they have to go after this offseason. They really – I'm never even – you just brought that to my attention. That's a big question is what they got to do yeah. in that rotate in that bullpen. And I know a lot, of, a lot of fans out there think, well, Brock Burke's been awesome. Just move him to closer. It's not that simple. Yeah. That's a job you've got to be prepared for. It's you can't be asked to go two innings every other night or whatever. It's one inning a night, close it right. out. Sometimes you might have to go an extra little bit if if it's a problem. Uh Brock Burke's not prepared for that. I guess you can train him to be prepared <laughs> for that. But he's he's very good at what he does. But that's the name that everyone t- seems to talk about. Brock Burke, probably one of the best arms in the bullpen this year. But he's not. I don't. Who knows? I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I you know, it's it's very good. It's very good stuff for two innings right and why you know it's such a, it's such a weapon yep you know imagine imagine if you're if the rangers make the playoffs mm-hmm. let's say the rangers this year are a playoff team right and they have brock burke who can come in in the sixth inning and get you to the eighth and ninth absolutely it's just an absolute weapon it would be an absolute weapon in the postseason so right. I, I just i don't see them removing him from the role he's in there's people who want him to start there's a reason he's not a starter. A right. injury history. B his secondary stuff's not good enough. Right. So, you know, in a in a year that was about player evaluation, the Rangers struck on something here yep. with Brock. They sure Burke. did. Don't change it. No. You know, you're trying to find pieces. Leave that piece alone. That's a nice piece of the puzzle, the bullpen puzzle. You know, if you imagine a 13 piece puzzle, right. Brock Burke's a big corner piece. You know, I mean that's. That's something that that you don't want to screw with, and and so leave him alone. You know, you found that. That's great. Good. Leave him there. Okay. So who do you have in mind? Do you have a closer in mind? That no, there's... no. But, but that's just a great yeah, question. To I mean, add. you know, and you can you can trade for a closer. You know, you can. You, there's things you can do. Um, but you know, Edwin Who's Diaz. In the organization. I mean, Kenley. I guess you got Leclerc, but anybody down below that. I mean, Barlow is somebody that had closed some games, but you don't have somebody that. I guess the only name that was kind of was Church. Was he the one that was kind of? Yeah, but he, he double A, and uh, you know, it's it's that's years away. I mean, right? If you're going to contend, you want to you want a guy. I know the Rangers went to the World Series with with, with Feliz as the closer, but I mean, he was throwing 100 miles an hour. Had sure. a, had a terrific slider. Right. Was usually around the zone. I mean, he 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 was pretty reliable. Yeah, right. He I was. Mean, he, he he was dependable, and and so buckled. A rods needs you know needs too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like, so, you know, Kenley Jansen's not what he used to be, but he, I think he's going to be a free agent. Uh, you know, you, you mentioned Edwin Diaz, oh, you know, Craig, Craig Kimbrell, who's struggling right now with the Dodgers. I don't know if you want to go there. Uh, but, you know, so, somebody who can do that, you know, somebody who is a bona fide closer. Hey, and you know what? And, and maybe Chris Young's the guy that goes out and signs two of these guys. And then you could be eight and ninth inning guys or see who takes that role and seizes it and goes and have two veterans back there. And I mean, look, you get two closers that have been closers, your eighth and ninth inning are basically spoken for. Sure. And then you've got Brock Burke or maybe if Leclerc's still here and they, they pick up his option. Well, you got Jonathan Hernandez, you got Hernandez. You know, who, who, who you know, ha, you would think oh, has the stuff to to close, but He's he's never pitched a full inning. In, in, he's coming back from injury. He's got to get it back together a, a too. Full season. Did I say full inning? He a full season. Sure. Um, I you know twenty twenty is not really a full season. Right. Um. So so you know 
is that who you want to turn the close to say, Hey, you're the closer. No, you know, you, you got to give it to somebody who's a, probably a, a veteran. I mean, Leclerc, Leclerc is a, is a veteran. He's done it before. He yep. hasn't, he's had some great moments, but some uh, not so great moments. And, you know, Matt Moore. No, I wouldn't think so. Um, yeah, but, he closed uh, his first save was this year, wasn't it? Yeah, but I mean, he's been a starter most of his career. But sure. he, he's he's been really good this year and and can get more than three outs. So I, I don't know. There's just everyone talks about. Well, we need starting pitching, and that's true, absolutely true. They do, yeah. But the the bullpen, as everybody the knows, the has been ve- has been very porous, <laughs> yeah, uh, very generous this year. And so I don't I don't know that that the Rangers can can just try to piecemeal it together or do what they have internally. I think they have to go out and get some stuff. Absolutely. When your when your bullpen isn't doing what it should, you have a bad one run loss record. Sure. So that 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 kind of speaks to that right there. Yeah. And so um I mean, yeah, you're right. And it had everybody's talking about I think the bats are there. They could go get one more bat. I think we've all been talking about starting pitching. Yeah. But you're bringing up a point that's flown by a lot of people, this bullpen's got to get shored up. And it really does have to get shored up. You can't look at what you have right now and go, well, we're ready. Yeah. Maybe if these guys performed what you thought they would, but they didn't, yeah. you, you got to be looking around for something. Well, like Dennis Santana had a really good stretch there for a while, and then he was terrible. Then he was Dennis Santana. Yeah, you know, same, <laughs> same thing with, you know, with Brett Martin, who, who's arbitration eligible. Uh, it'll be his second year. It'd, it'd be pretty affordable. Right. Uh, you know, and and if you put him in the right situations, it, it, it's okay. Um, you know, Barlow, he, he did okay. You know, he had the blister issue. He blew, he, he had that rough series in Baltimore. I think it was that cost him his job, but uh, I mean, he looks like he's a, he's a piece, right. but I don't know that he's, you want to, you want to hang your hat on, on a younger guy like that. And again, he hasn't had a full season either. I know he's been on the active roster all year, but he's, or, you know, he's had some injury issues. Right. So, you know, could he grow into that? Maybe, you know, maybe you sign a closer to a one-year deal. I don't sure. know. But, um, and like you said, the bat, the, the offense is there. I think, you know, Seager 32 home runs, probably not, not his, definitely not the best season of his career. I mean, most right. home runs, but his OPS is just barely above average. And, you know, it needs to be a little bit higher than that. His batting average is 246. Uh, you think with the shifts going away that it's going to go up, but, there's probably a way that that teams are going to figure out to to cover yeah. that anyway. But you know, the the interesting one that I heard, this is pretty good, is that you know you have to be on the grass when the pitcher is uh, or on the dirt when the pitcher is in his on, wind up. In his windup, right? Somebody said that fielders might go in motion like wide receivers and try to run over to the spot. <laughs> uh, that's pretty interesting. I mean, I just think there are ways, you know. And you talked about moving it, moving it. Funny you say that. Moving an outfielder, right, into where the second baseman would be. You know, just no left fielder and just kind of arrange it that way. I mean, that's that's possible. You know, it's you know there are rules and there are people who figure out ways to to get them. around those. Yeah, yeah. And, and I tell you what, it's funny you say that. I when in my very younger days, I played a lot of softball, and I was always I played high school ball. Was a middle infielder. I used to set up more double plays with the guy on first by lining up behind second base as a shortstop. And when the ball went in the air, I would slide over to shortstop because that guy would see that big hole yeah. and hit it right to me on the ground and turn a double play. <laughs> There's a lot of motion you can do to do that. Yeah. But it's a little different when it's a 98-mile-an-hour sure, fastball. Sure, sure, and, and going in motion, we'll see what happens. That could screw with a, a, bat, a hit or two watching people do. Wow. But you know what? They're going to circumvent. They're going to figure out ways to do something right. to do that. Right. Okay, well, listen, we're going to bring Emily here in, in, in just a little bit, but I want to get to one more thing. Do you have an, a favorite you'd like to see? at that manager's position? Well, yeah. I mean, I'd love Ron Washington to be the manager. I mean, I, you know, I, I, uh, that uh, name would be, that would bring a laugh back to this organization like never before. Sure. And you know, I, I don't, I don't know if he's a candidate you see his name floated out there. I mean, I think he's been mentioned with the Marlins and the White Sox openings. I mean, he's, he's 70, you know, but he, he's, doesn't matter. He's, He's, he's kind good of with young kids. what he's done with the Braves, you know, and, and <clears throat> I, you know, we, we all, we all know that, that he had some missteps along the way when, when he was Rangers manager, but his, his image seems to be repaired. You know, people still, people they love, love people love Ron Washington. Absolutely. I mean, and, and, uh, you know, I, I spoke to him recently and just, you know, cause he, he gets stuff for do it for dirt and, uh, just seeing where he was on that stuff. And he's like, yeah, we, I'm, I'm going to send it. 
I got to get a Jacob DeGrom ball uh, autograph for you guys. And but we just we just talked and laughed and talked about the game. And I mean, the guy still has the energy. It's it's unbelievable. And you know, if if the Rangers want a guy who's going to shore things up. Right. Who's going to do what the game asks to do. And I know people think that Ron Washington and, you know, and he said, I go with the gut. And that was his, his famous line. He, he has been exposed to analytics with right. the Braves and he, he gets them. He, 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 right. he is not, uh, uh, he's, he's not adverse to it at all. There you go. He, yeah, he, he, Look at that he, under, he understands <laughs> that analytics have a role. As a, and, as and a so, role um, I would, I would, don't don't dismiss his knowledge of analytics, um, but it'll be interesting to see. You know, I you know I obviously he's my favorite. He would be my personal favorite because we worked in the he's past and mine too. I and tell we, you we what. still we still communicate, even though he's he's had a couple other jobs since then. But right. um, I think somebody with big league experience ha- will have an edge. I mean, I don't know that uh, Tony Beasley, who was our guest a few a few weeks ago. Hopefully, you know, he, he, he had, gets a serious look at it. I think, sure. I think he's getting a serious look at it, but, um, if, if Chris Young, you know, does, does he want his first hire to be an assistant coach sure. from, from the previous, regi- gonna, from gonna the previous regime? Now, I mean, you know, John Daniels, his first managerial hire was Ron Washington, you sure. know, a, a little known infield coach, third base coach with the Oakland days. So, Absolutely. um, it's not, it's not that Tony Beasley can't manage just, you just kind of wonder which way Chris Young is going to go. And, and and what I would love to see with Wash, especially Wash was a guy, he's a player's manager, but he was also the guy you could I always remember uh, Derek Holland on that top step and Wash with his arms around him. <clears throat> yeah. Basically getting in his face and going, what you, this is what you're supposed to do. Yeah. what you got to do. He wasn't afraid to chew a little ass when he needed to. Sure. And then get on it. But man, I, you know, I didn't get to meet Wash like you. I've only met him when when Atlanta was there, and I got to just say hello. Yeah, you know him. He's an excellent guy. Everyone loves the guy that, that right. when he was here. Um, and I think I'm not saying it because he's so well liked. The guy is a good manager. I think it's a shame he hadn't gotten another chance. Right. And if he doesn't get one this year, and not necessarily the Rangers. I I mean, let's see what 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 uh, Chris Young does, but. There are some jobs that are open that that's a perfect guy to go in and take that over. This this team that's about to contend, this mm. is a great one. Like you said, Chicago and Miami. Um, I think Ron Washington. That's a name I'm I'm intrigued by. He's my front runner too, and and I I, I like him, and I just think he would do wonders here because we did before. Yeah, you know, and and uh, you know the names around you know Bruce Bochy, uh-huh. and, you know, is he is he really gonna? How badly does he want to manage? I mean, he's going to manage Team France in the World Cup qualifiers. But right. Does, does he really want to go through the grind again? He's sixty-seven. Um, you know, it looked he 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 looked like he was slowing down there at, at the his end. Knees of his knees are really giant, bad too. His Giants ran. You know, he's an old catcher, but um, you know, he, Chris Young played for him. Right. So I mean, I think that's kind of the the line that the connection that everybody thinks Bruce Bochy, but. Keep doing DeRosa too. Yeah, Mark DeRosa, you know, former player here. Uh, he's openly said he wants the job. Uh, young guy. I think he's going to be the Team USA manager on the coaching staff, and um, he's the manager. Mike Young uh, is on the coaching staff, so we'll we'll see about that. I I I, I don't know. I don't. I don't. You know, he's he has no managerial experience. Then you hear that, yeah, yeah, you know, but he's a former player, pretty sharp mind. Um, you, you hear you hear some of that stuff. I, I don't know. Yeah, you know, I think a couple. I think Tony Beasley obviously has been named a candidate. I think Bobby Wilson would get an interview. Um, I like Wilson too. Yeah, he's a good, he's a good guy. Then you know, look at all the former catchers who are really really good managers. Exactly. Um, and then externally, you know, they'll try for Bochi. I think I'm sure they'll send out feelers to Girardi. Um, I don't think Joe Madden would 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 be a fit. Uh, so and and then. We'll just see. I mean, wash. It's hard to it's hard to ignore. You know, if if you you have the past, you have the mistakes. Um, that's fine. You know, everybody makes mistakes. He got um, through all of that. Went through those. He's through that. He, he he's still coaching. Still energy. And look, if you if you want to set a culture, Ron Washington is going to set you a culture. Absolutely. You heard it here. Next manager of the Texas Rangers, Ron Washington. I guarantee you, <laughs> if Ron Washington's the manager, he'll come in studio. He will come in studio yeah. and do that, that's for sure. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to go to Emily Jones-McCoy here in just a second. After that, though, we'll go down in the bus leagues. we got some minor league stuff to talk about. Yeah, Get to Emily right after this. 
joining us now from Seattle, where the Texas Rangers are taking on the Seattle Mariners. It's Texas Rangers sideline reporter and co-host of the Mom Game Pod, and here to talk about Do It For Direct. Please welcome Emily Jones McCoy. Emily, what's going on? Hey guys, how are you? Oh, we're doing great. It's uh, it's it's lunchtime. I'm, I'm sure you, you got out and got your run in and ran down by the piers and all that stuff. Right, right, right. I will tell you, it's perfect running weather in Seattle. Uh, it's sunny, like 58 degrees. It's pretty amazing. So do you run from the hotel down to the wharf and then up? Or yeah, so I go, yeah, I go down to Pike's Market and then I hang a right and then I go over the bridge to get down by the water and then head toward the ballpark and then track my way back. So it's usually okay. two miles out, two miles back. All right. All right. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm, I've, I've run treadmills in Seattle and I've run like outside of the outside of downtown, but downtown is so hilly. God bless it. I, I, I don't, I don't want anything to do with it. Well, once you get by the water, though, if you could, if yeah. it's just really, yeah. Once you get by the water, it's flat, and then you got to hike your ass, your bottom back up. It's, but, okay. it's uh, okay, Emily. We're adults. <laughs> okay. Well, I always, for, I always forget where I can cuss and where I can't. You're okay. So, uh, what what time did you get back from the ballpark last night? Uh, last night was early because it was a quick game. So I'd yeah. say probably about bus left at 9.55. We were back here by 10 after 10. Oh, man. That ain't bad. That's pretty good. Holy moly. Yeah. Well, yeah, but so, then night game tonight in Seattle, and then we fly to Anaheim. I'm so yeah, over night games on getaway day. Yeah, you know, there's something weird in Seattle. Um, I think that King County only allows them a certain amount of weekday uh, getaway games. There, there's some, there's something that it's, it's, it's something that the county uh, established, and well, so, it's horseshit, and I don't like it. I agree, Emily. I agree. Day games. Getaway day should always be day games. <clears throat> yeah. Although, I don't, I don't although, care. Uh, although <laughs> a Seattle getaways for riders, well, you know, you guys have the bus and the police escort, but for riders, man, it's tough to get to the airport because it's always during rush hour, and traffic in Seattle is garbage. So, um, but yeah, I would rather fight that than have to, as riders, get up early the next morning and then fly into town. So. Yeah. yeah, we'll we'll survive. I'm sure we'll survive. Yeah, you'll be you'll be fine. These are these are first world problems we're talking yeah, about definitely. here. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. So um, obviously, you're here um, to drop some Rangers knowledge on us. But first, we got to drop some do it for dirt knowledge. Um, our event is coming up on October 14th, and it's at uh, Four Corners Brewery in Dallas. And uh, tic- tickets beer. tickets are uh, no longer available. But I'm sure if you know somebody, you could probably probably figure out a way to get in. Uh, but but if you, really, Emily, if you really want to come, we will figure out a way to get you in the door. So just reach out to Jeff, reach out to Jeff, or reach out to me. We'll figure yeah, it out. Yeah, yep. my, my email is on every story I write at rangerstudio.com, five nine nine a month, sixty dollars a year. <laughs> Let's plug it. Uh, so this this is we're calling this one the Ocho. I mean, I can't believe it's already been that many events. Um, just we, we talk about this, but just kind of, I, I think when we started this, we didn't see this having the longevity that it seemed to have had. No, we definitely didn't. We didn't anticipate it. We didn't plan for it. Um, we didn't intend for it to happen, but it did. Um, after we, you know, raised, I guess, almost a quarter of a million dollars for Kelly Durrett and her family, the, of course, the family of Richard Durrett. Um, it was actually Kelly and John Daniels' idea to make this a long-term thing. Um, Kelly felt the desire to give back, to help others who, in a way that she had been helped. And so we, you know, decided to start the Do It For Dirt Foundation. Um, you know, John Daniels was an instrumental in that as far as the, you know, the urging of, of all of us to do that. Um, and, you know, it's, to me, it's one of the greatest joys of, of it's one of the things that it's, a, I think one of the things I'm most proud of. Uh, is the work that we've been able to do. Um, You know, there was five of us for a while. Now there's six on the board. You know, it's completely every penny that (laughs) that we raise goes directly toward families impacted by sudden loss. Um, You know, we're we're small but mighty, um, you know, committee of six, board of six that that makes things happen. And we all have other things going on, but we all, you know, make make time to 
to to devote to do it for Durrett to make sure that that Richard's legacy lives on and that we're able to help you know other families. Yeah, and just as a quick refresher, uh, Richard Durrett, DFW sports personality, writer, uh, was on Sports Talk Radio with ESPN and uh, in 2014, which goes down as probably probably the crappiest year of of uh, you know of Rangers baseball in, in recent recent years, even worse than last year, just with all the injuries and uh, losing Richard in the middle of the season, and uh, it, it was just terrible. And and but we we banded together. Eric Nadell had an idea to to have a benefit concert. Uh, Rangers were on the road. You know, Kelly was on the road at Disney World. God bless her, waiting Disneyland, waiting for Richard to come. And uh, anyway, we had this idea. We we raised a bunch of money in the initial Do It for Dirt event. All of it went to all of it went to Kelly. Um, but but you know, R- Richard was just such a he he's a guy who had no enemies. I mean, everybody except for one person who I know. <laughs> liked Richard Dirt, and um, he, he was hard. He was impossible to not like, and he, he worked so hard. Such a good family man. He was in the choir at church. Um, so anyway, when he passed away, that's this is the legacy. This is what honestly I think Richard would have done if if one of us had gone down. So um, that's the background. We've helped over a hundred families. We, we've donated. You know, we've raised more than a million dollars, and I'm telling you, we've given it all away. So. Um, your, your help is, is, is always wanted and, and we appreciate everything that you, that you do. Um, but yeah, so the event this year, we're calling it the Ocho. Uh, it's just going to be a laid back deal. We usually have a theme, but we're just going to go have a good time and drink some beer. I tell you what, you guys we're come out. We're going to drink beer. We're going to drink Noble Vines wine and we're going to drink Herman Marshall whiskey. So we've got <laughs> something for, wow. as Anthony Andrews says, something for everyone's liver. And yeah, it, we do really feel like we have a, we have a community um, of people. So this is just a chance for us all to get together, hopefully bring some new people into that community and, and raise some money and just kind of chill, have fun and, um, and, and, you know, raise those, those funds for, for do it for Durrett so we can help as many families as possible. Yeah. And let me say this, you guys are on the board of it. So you guys have been there from the start as an outsider. I came into this a couple of years ago. I've been to the last couple of golf tournaments. I've gone to the do it for Durrett the last year, the one we had there in Arlington. This is a unbelievably fun event. I mean, my wife loved it, enjoyed it, meeting everybody and all for a good cause. I lost on some bids when we were doing some stuff. I'm not going to talk to Jeff about that, Yeah, but uh, his, his, in-laws outbid me on that trip. It was a nice trip too, John. You should go ahead and and, (laughs) we're going for it this year. Don't worry. So, but I mean, guys go, go join the golf tournament. Uh, like Emily and, and, and them are saying, uh, and Jeff are saying, get a hold of them DM. They'll try to get you in because it is a fun time and a fun night. And there's a lot of great things and it's for a fantastic cause. And I say that because I know Uh -uh. that, that losing someone suddenly I didn't, but I felt that helplessness I can't imagine actually losing someone, what a family goes through. I can imagine when you're helpless in a certain situation. That's why it's so near and dear to me. Yeah. Uh, Kelly, I met Kelly and got to know her and the kids, and they're just fantastic people. But this thing is fun, man. It is a great time. Uh, the golf tournament you mentioned, and Emily, the community you mentioned, Next Step Recruiting, uh, they've become like a partner. Just, you know, they they all of their charity endeavors, go everything goes to us, and, and it's it's crazy. You know, they're, they're such good people and, um, we can't thank them enough either, but that, that golf tournament is November 11th. Um, go to next, next step recruiting and, and, and you'll be able to find it if you want to go play. You know, we got, we got some good players lined up. Mike, Mike Maddox, if, um, he, he's probably the best of the group, you know, it's, it's a good group of, of former Rangers and stuff, but Mike Maddox can flat play and he's going to be in my group. So, uh, I'm so you kicked me out for <laughs> Mike Maddox. Well, you weren't in the group, but, We'll find room for you. Yeah. Well, I paid. I'll be there somewhere. I don't know. All right. So, Emily, um, just kind of, we're getting, we're. Oh, let, let me. I I got to show off these uh, these uh, uh, items that I brought. So okay. I brought uh, five things. All right. First up, it's on the desk. You 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 might have seen it in the earlier segment. It is an autographed game used bat by Albert Pujols. Uh, which was donated by he did something this year by Mike Maddox. It's it's autographed and I'll be damned. It, it, we got it probably two weeks before he hit a 700 home run, so it says 600 homers on here. But he autographs it with uh, all of his accomplishments and 
Um, so it's still, it's still, uh, it's a heck of an item and it's covered in pine tar. So it's very, very sticky. Um, <laughs> let me, let, let me hold that one up and show it. Uh, all right. Next up, I brought a Juan Soto bat, which was uh, retrieved for us Ooh. by Nelson Cruz, who, um, uh, the, the, the weekend that, that Richard passed, Nelson Cruz is the first player who called and said, what can I do? And ever since then, Nelson has been just, uh, any, Every time we see him, what do you need? What do you need? So this year, the Nationals don't have much going for him, but they have uh, Nelson Cruz, and we have a bat of his available ball and also this Juan Soto bat that we're going to uh, show right now. And there there she is. And uh, a couple other things. Another huge supporter, Elvis Andrus, uh, who's now with the White Sox, but at the time when the uh, when the A's were in town, he was still with them, and he donated an autographed jersey. Uh, Elvis uh, used to do all of our printing for us with his little side hustle printing business that he had. Uh, knew Richard, obviously, and um, has been there since day one. So uh, let's take a look at this. This is a pretty sharp jersey. It's the green one. And I think that's what means the most. And I think that's what says the most about Richard is that the, the guys who knew him want to help. Uh, Nelson Cruz, uh, Elvis Andrews, Derek Holland. Sure. Um, will be at the event on uh, October 14th. And I think that just really speaks to, you know, the impression that Richard made in the clubhouse, um, you know, the interactions that he had with guys and, uh, and how much they want to help uh, sure. anything that's associated with Richard. Well, and Derek, Derek Derek's probably raised this $30,000 on his own, just going yeah. out to dinner with people and, you know, it's all out of his pocket and um, you know, it Colby Lewis, also who will be at the event, he uh, he's like, I, I as, if I'm remembering this correctly, um, Richard liked covering Colby the best, and so when when uh, he passed at the at the event, Colby got a, a jersey autograph framed and gave it to the family, and um, uh, Colby's been in there also since day one. So um, two more two more items. Um, this, this one is, is very timely. It is an autographed baseball from Aaron judge, uh, who, who? <laughs> yeah, the, uh, AL home run champ and some, I, Roger Maris's kid came out and said, uh, that he should be recognized as the single season home run champ cause it's legitimate. Uh, so my kid uh, number 62 here. Well, we, we, we hope that doesn't happen. Actually, we <laughs> hope it happens this weekend at Yankee stadium so that the traveling circus doesn't, doesn't come with them. Uh, but if it does, hey, we'll be prepared. But anyway, yeah. let's take a look at this ball here. Uh, he's got a great signature. It's very clean. All right, and then the last one we talked. To, we'll, we'll talk about him here in a minute. Uh, Kumar Rocker, who the Rangers' first round draft pick, uh, about to about to kick off in the AFL, and uh, we got a couple balls while he was in town. So uh, uh, Brandon Boyd, who's the Rangers' uh, clubhouse manager, uh, also a, a, a big help on on this, and he he kind of procures a lot of this stuff for us but let's let's take a ball let's take a look at this ball from the first round draft pick and we actually have two of these so there'll be they'll both be at the event but uh here's here's that ball yeah so i mean we got we got good stuff this is just this is just scraping the scraping the oh uh, there's a lot of stuff there the surface scratching the surface i was yeah. gonna say scraping the bottom of the barrel if this was the bottom of the barrel holy cow but it's there's it's, also a live auction right? and there is a live auction with events that uh uh, or experiences like you know my father-in-law Larry Hall last year won the uh, the outbid outbid the Moore family here for a trip to Still Chattanooga Tennessee that. is fantastic um, so we have that and we have a bunch of other stuff All Star Game Hall of Fame tour uh, you name it we've got it so um, you need to be there yep It'd be a great time it, it is a great time yeah okay, and so really I mean it's like there, there's so many you know that if you're a sports memorabilia person or specifically baseball, I mean, there's not many, I would put our auction up against, you know, pretty much anybody's because of what all we're able to bring in. Like I said, because of, you know, the guys that, that knew Richard that want to help because of guys like Brandon Boyd, who I think is so great. He asked me for, you know, kind of some, um, you know, a description of the do it for dirt foundation and what we do, because he, he wants to not just, you know, just go to, to players and ask them for stuff, but, tell them like, this is what it's for. And I feel like because Brandon does that, um, you know, it, it does, 
guys are more inclined to to help because they they know about our mission and what we're what we're trying to do and it's not just some like and not that school fundraisers aren't important but not just some <laughs> you know random school yeah. fundraiser or something like that it's yeah we're, we're not selling we're not selling candy bars we're or, you know we're <laughs> we're um but yeah we have you know lots of ranger stuff um seager simeon nate Lobat stuff the top of my head we have a mike trout ball julio rodriguez ball so um again Good stuff. Uh, so, Emily, you are in Seattle. And I am. Mercifully, the, the Ranger season is is reaching its end. Um, <laughs> you've seen a lot of you've seen a lot of baseball. What's your uh, What's your takeaway from this season? So, I mean, I think there are some there are definitely some highlights. I mean, I feel like Nathaniel Lowe establishing himself as an everyday big leaguer. Uh, no need to platoon. He can hit both sides. I think that's uh, defense needs some work. I think everyone would would acknowledge that. Um, but I think that is a huge development. I think the fact that Adolis Garcia was not just a fluke uh, in his rookie season. He is he is the real deal. Um, you know, I think you know some of the young players that we've seen. Well, you know, Josh Young has just gotten up here. He's been a little bit up and down. Um, I, I feel like mostly up. Definitely got to work on the strikeouts. But I feel like offensively, um, you know, they've. I feel like they're they're functional. It, it's it's yeah. it, it it can improve, obviously, um, but I feel like it's on the right track. The trajectory is up, and I don't think there's a whole lot of needs that need to be addressed offensively. I mean, pitching is a completely different story. I mean, yes. starting pitching. I think um, my friend Dave Raymond had the the stat last night that the Rangers are I want to say thirty seven and. 13 or 37 and 14, whatever. They're good when the starter goes six innings. And so, you know, it's kind of a no brainer. You're like, well, duh, that means that the starting pitcher is good, whatever. But, and, and that does, and it means that the starting pitcher has been good enough to stay in there until, you know, through the sixth, sixth inning. But I think it just reinforces the idea that you have to have good starting pitching. And while that you know, you could say I bet everyone's numbers are good when their starter goes six. True, but thirty-seven yeah. and fourteen is exceptionally good. Um, and so I think that if they can get a couple of starters in here, I feel like it's absolutely imperative to bring Martin Perez back. Yes. Uh, yeah, I, I just I don't see why you wouldn't. I mean, you you know, you have John Gray, obviously, but you you, you just can't get enough of those guys that you can rely on. I mean, Martin, you know, in the game two versus Seattle, he's was brutal in the first. Yeah. Inning. He had no business going seven innings. And yeah. then he goes seven. I mean, yeah. it's like, you just, those guys don't grow on trees in baseball. Like, and if he's you done it all year, you've seen it, you know, with your own eyes and Oh, by the way, he really wants to be here. And is an incredible mentor to the young pitchers. Right. I just think that to me is, is a complete no brainer. Um, but if you could get like one, or, like two, I, uh, two legitimate veteran proven starting pitchers, they don't have to be Cy Young winners. They don't, but you just, that can do, you know, what John Gray and Martin have done. And John Gray, I said with, obviously with the caveat when he's healthy, um, <laughs> I think that, I think you could be in good shape. A bullpens are a year to year proposition. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter how good your bullpen was from you know, last season, this season is a completely different story. That is always going to be a crapshoot for just about every team. So I think if they can get a couple of legit pitchers in here, they'll be in good shape. Um, and I think, you know, we'll see what happens with the manager. But, you know, it's been a it's been a, such a weird season um, with all yeah. the turnover, with JB leaving, with, you know, Woody leaving. It's just, it's been so strange. But I feel like there's been some foundational things that have happened this season that will benefit this thing in year, years to come. You know, the, the, that the the two uh, firings happened in, in mid-August and they showed a little, the Rangers showed a little life for like a week. And then ever since then, it's just been like this slow march. And, and you know, I don't want to say guys are playing out the string, but some somebody I trust said these guys are just playing out the string. So, um, you know, we need the season needs to end. Um, and then they got to get to the business at hand, the manager, that's such a big deal. Um, and then, then, you know, get, get to the free agency. But I think, I think next month or, you know, 
they got to they got to lock up Martin before he has a chance to get wooed by a, a team and get get just you know money whipped because I you know we we love Martin and he's he's I've known him since he was seventeen I've known him since two thousand eight one of my favorite guys but uh, he's not dumb <laughs> I mean <laughs> no he can do the math money talks yeah, yeah. And, and, and that's the thing is he he wants to be here but he's not I mean he's not and I think he will take a home down hometown discount but not yeah. a huge one no, like, I mean exactly he knows his value he knows his worth and he knows what the market will dictate and you know and and to be honest he de- he's earned that he, he deserves it and so you know it's a it's it, it would behoove the rangers to get in on that um while they can like you said before right. other teams have an opportunity to swoop in it's yeah. been all year too i mean i mean it wasn't like he had a great first half and then it tailed off he kept this all year this is the best he's looked I mean, in a long time, it's, it's been fantastic all year, and he battles no matter. Remember, used to the old Martin would get in a little trouble, and he'd run into some issues. Yeah. This guy battled, too, like you said, Emily. He Horrible first inning comes out and then ends up with seven innings. I mean, that's what he's done all year long. Right. He's not afraid to battle and give you the yeah. innings. He's just matured so much. He just knows himself so much better. I mean, it's just he's, he's just a different not, – not that he's a different person, but he just knows how to handle himself better. Um, and it right. really has been so much fun. I said this in the broadcast last night. It's just been so much fun to watch him. It's been – because he is such a good dude, you, it's, he's easy to root for. And so I remember when he was here, you know, the first time, and he was just so young, and he just would get so emotional, and he would just total unwrap, totally unravel. And I just – my heart would be – you know, just my heart would break for him. Like, oh, that's just – it just killed me for him. Yeah. Um, and now he knows how to handle himself and he's, he's confident and he knows who he is and he knows um, what he's capable of. And so it's just been so much fun, you know, to, to watch him and to watch this, this evolution of him as, as a, as a player and as a person. Yeah. I, I, I agree wholeheartedly. I, you know, um, but it's, yeah, the guy, you know, the guy, he always, he always asks how my kids are doing. You know, he, he, he really seems to genuinely care about people and not that he didn't when he was younger, but you know, he has a family now and, and, uh, he's about to, to get married or, you know, he just got engaged to what, right, right before the all-star game. So, um, yeah, he, he, get, he gets it now. And I, I, he goes home to Venezuela. He's just, I mean, like he's shown me on Google maps, like everything. It's just this little town and, um, it, it, it's, he cares about his community. He cares about his people. Uh, he showed me the, where he broke his arm and the, the, the cow charged him. I mean, it, it was, it was great, but that's just kind of the guy that, that he is now. I don't know that he would have given the time that he did even five years ago, the last time I was here. So, um, yeah, if, if they don't sign Martin Perez, they better sign Sandy Koufax or Bob Feller. You know, they better sign somebody who is a kick ass I didn't know pitcher. those guys were still playing. Yeah, it's true. It's true. But they need to sign that caliber of guy because that there's no excuse for not for not keeping him around. Imagine what they could do. You go this offseason, get a couple of good pitchers, and if Perez is signed, Perez is signed, and he ends up, let's just say he's your third or fourth starter. That's one hell of a rotation sure. if that's your third or fourth guy. Yeah. I mean, give me a break. I mean, this guy's pitched like an ace all year, but – you know, he's not a high strikeout guy. This ballpark probably helps him some, but good Lord, he's battled on the road and here. Confidence goes. I, I'm sorry. I, it's, he just, I can't believe he hasn't been signed yet. Yeah. And I come from the fan side also, so yeah. I'm pissed. So that's me. He, uh, he, yeah, and I think they just wanted to kind of, you know, I think once it got to a certain point, they were like, let's just wait till the end of the season. And, and I think, too, that was Martin saying like, OK, fine. You want to see you want to see me put this together for an entire season? <laughs> um, you want to see it all the way through? And I think I think that's go. why that game against Seattle, uh, you know, on whatever night it was in game two of that series. I think that's why that was so big for him. And then not even just give him six after he had scuffled so much, but after 94 pitches comes back out for the seventh, I think that was a, you want me to show you, I'll show you, I'll show you against a playoff contender. I mean, they're going to be in the playoffs. The Mariners are, I'll show you against a playoff lineup. And then I'm going to go do it again against the Yankees. Now I don't know that he'll get the same results against the Yankees, but I know that he is, he's excited about the opportunity to finish this season um, putting kind of an exclamation point on what he's been able to do already. Yeah, he um, he's right before the Rangers were on the road right before the trade deadline. So all the executives were were in Anaheim, and he pitched, and he you know he pitched well, gave him a run or whatever, and like 
he would look at the, he would, they were all sitting in the front row or a lot of them were sitting in the front <laughs> row behind the dugout. And after like a big out, he would look at them and, and you know, he was, he was, he was getting his point across. And, you know, I, I think, I think one of the reasons it hasn't happened is because John Daniels got fired yeah. because JD was the one who was talking to Martine and, and, um, and his agent. working on it. And, and so I think that's, I think that's the biggest reason. I think if JD hadn't been, uh, shown the door that I, you know, it, it might be done by now or, or, or at the point where it's just going to happen so quickly after the off season, but we'll see. Um, but yeah, they, they need more than Martine. That's for sure. And yeah. I know I, Emily, I know, and we, we both love as a person, Bubba Thompson. Oh, he's, he's, he's just a prince. prince. Oh I mean, he, he, there's nobody like him. And, I love um, him so much. Yeah. I, I honestly, and I've said this and some people have not agreed. I think he can play every day. I, I think, think that with with the way the rules are going to change, it's gonna it's gonna benefit a guy like him. And so I, you said they don't need to do much on the position player side. I honestly think that that Bubba Thompson, and and it also would depend on who the manager is. Bubba Thompson could be a, a, a an everyday left fielder. Yeah, I don't. I agree. Um, and I, I posed a question yesterday to Tony Beasley, and you know, this is me being amateur manager, trying to, you know, just thinking like fantasy, <laughs> trying to put in my fantasy lineup. But I was like, what about you? Ever thought like Bubba in the leadoff spot? And his on base probably needs to go up. B said it is intriguing. I just think that with this, the pop that Marcus has, you know, at the top, and I get why you want pop at the top, but it's like. If, if Bubba can get that, if he can work some more walks, I mean, mm -hmm. God, I mean, he gets on base and then he just makes things happen. He's so oh exciting and so fun to watch. I feel like to get that energy out there to at the very beginning is would be a, a huge thing. Um, I love what he does when he gets on the base. I just think it's so much fun to watch. But oh, you know, he when he's in that nine hole, he's basically like the second leadoff guy. But, you know, I mean, that could be a huge development if he is able to work himself into being – a leadoff hitter and like i said like you said it depends on the manager some managers have different yep. you know prototypical leadoff men that they want to have a certain skill set yep. but anyway if, if i was if i was managing i would try Bubba at the top of the lineup to see just to, just to try it for a little while and see how it works yeah i, I think leodi could be a leadoff hitter too yeah. um you know switch hitter yeah it would you know make it hard on teams like late in games to do the bullpen and um i mean it's not like leote's slow for crying out loud i mean he 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 concedes that he's the third only the third fastest guy on the team behind yeah you know, eli white and and bubba but i mean that's elite speed and the the, the outfield defense is, is so much better with with bubba and leote and adolis yeah balls just don't get in and no. i mean that's that at 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 the Rangers home ballpark, that's a big deal. And, and, um, I just think that that's just really an intriguing possibility, especially if, you know, the, the top free agent left field. Now, if you can get Aaron judge, you get Aaron judge. All right. You Sorry. really think he's going anywhere? No, but you know, a guy can go. They'll, they'll talk, <laughs> they'll talk to him. They'll, they'll talk to him. Well, I'm just saying if you can get an Aaron judge or, yeah, you know, that caliber of player, fine, but okay, uh, let's go for let Mike Trout and show him See if we yeah, can do a two for a, a trade. There we go. Hey, Just trade for both they, of those the Angels guys. Need to start over. Yeah, they know. wouldn't cost anything. They're selling the team. They need to shed some salary. <laughs> so I, you know, I. Your entire well, farm system for Shohei Otani and Mike Trout. Are you yeah, doing one it? year of Shohei Otani and then Mike Trout. Oh, so, no, you, you ab absolutely, and then you know, uh, but, but I will say about Bubba that. It's fun to watch Bubba f with a pitcher when he's when he's on the base. Yeah. They, they really get flustered a little bit, knowing that he could go at any time, um, and that he's going to be safe. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, most of the time, unless he slides through the base. Okay, all right, yeah. Um, you know what? We're we're going to wind it down. I'm going to ask you a couple of things real quick before we get you out of here. What, so let me ask you: What do you what are you going to do when the season ends? Oh, first of all, is uh, Julie going back to work? Going to mess with the mom game pod? I cannot comment about the status of Julie Dobbs, my co-host of the mom game. I can only tell you that the mom game is going nowhere. And I okay. think it's Julie in terms of the mom game. So the mom game is safe. 
My lips are sealed on Julia Dobbs. Okay. Oh, uh, understand. Hey, I'm mad at her anyway, by the way. So Emily or Julie? Emily. Oh. She came on kind of smart-assy with the, uh, is Texas back? I'm a big UT fan. Oh, I mean, well, so oh, geez. She, she went to Tech. I know John, she did. Right. I know that. And and I know that. And I what I can't come back and say anything. I mean, uh-huh. you know, but she basically did a horns down to my face right there well, on Twitter in front of the whole world. Well, uh, what a good game, though. I that mean, was my, a good game. And Joey McGuire is the uh, real deal. Oh, it's a great game. And Joey McGuire is the real deal. My favorite. I love it. Yeah, Joey's perfect. He's perfect for Lubbock. It, we're weird. We're quirky. We're intense. We're <laughs> what, whatever. We... It, Joey's perfect for West Texas. He's perfect for Texas Tech, and I'm 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 thrilled for him. And I and I do celebrate. Sorry, John. Every University of Texas football loss. Well, just, when TCU plays Texas, you and I are gonna have fun on the show. Well, it's uh, November twelfth, which is the night of my wife's fortieth uh, birthday party. So I will not be in Austin that day. I have bigger bigger fish to fry. <laughs> you do much bigger, but you may be, according to the bet, wearing all orange on the next show. I don't know. No. Well, <laughs> You're not we'll, going to take we'll, that we'll, bet. We'll, we'll, just, we'll bet real money. Emily, yeah. what are you looking forward to this offseason? You got any vacation plans? What's going on? Um, I am going to move into a new house. We oh. are building ah. as we speak. It's it's it right been. down the street from the Roxo Media House Studios. Is it really? It's very close from what I understand. Is it? Uh, yeah. It's been quite the process building a house during a pandemic. Um. <laughs> But I think we're we're on our way. So end of October, we move. I'll be a complete nut job for at least two weeks leading up to and two weeks after that happens. I'm busy. And then the nothing <laughs> else, really. I got a trip planned in January for a friend's 40th. And then I am hosting my MLB girls retreat. Oh. There's about uh, seven of us that have gotten pretty close over the years and so we're having a retreat here in Fort Worth. Um, should be a ton of fun. They're going to come and hang out for the weekend, and we'll get into all kinds of trouble. Good, good. That well, sounds good. I'm, you know what we did? Our, our pool guy came yesterday. Oh, yeah, we did John's our final the thing. They break ground on the 11th. I'm going to have a big freaking mess in my backyard starting the 11th. Yeah. So yeah. finally, I think Kathy's finally happy with that because it's been like two months of waiting on permits and whatever the hell it is that we got to get. Emily. Thank you so much. Um, hook them. I, I can't say that. You're going to give me all kinds she of just get, she guns just up it. tech. She's giving it. Anyway, we'll see you when we get back here next week. We appreciate you coming on again, guys. Do it for Durrett is coming up. Anything October else for 14th. Emily? Yep. Anything else for Emily before we let her go? No, we'll see you next week. Emily, we'll right. see you next time. That's Emily Jones McCoy from Seattle. And guys, uh, when we come back, we're going to be going down in the bus leagues right after this. Thanks, Em. Bye, y'all. to Emily Jones McCoy and don't forget about uh, Do It For Durant. That's a big thing, but we got to go down in the bus leagues right now and talk okay. about the, the minor league season is officially over. It's over. And right here, we have the Texas League champs right here, guys. <laughs> the, the Frisco Rough Riders, Texas League champs, first time that they've won since 2004. Yep. A couple guys on there you might have heard of. Ian Kinsler was on that team. Kevin Minch. Uh, went and looked that up. There were, there, were few, there were a few players on that team. Okay. But there's a lot of good players on this team. Yeah, yeah. If John wasn't in the way, you'd see them all. And um, but yeah, there's like uh, Foscues down in the middle there, and then Leiter, Zavala, Harris, Dustin Harris over here, Acuna looking down, uh, Evan Carter, Owen White next to each other. This is a Rangers Tommy Today Sajasi. podcast. That's right. It's a, it's 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 names you should know and then <laughs> faces you should recognize. And uh, but yeah, what a great deal. I mean, you know, they they. Played very well in the second half. Got hot in the playoffs, and you know they they uh, played four playoff, playoff game. games. Didn't <laughs> yeah. lose. And, yeah, uh, you know the the twice they came back from behind. Them. Yeah, that was right. what was impressive. Both both in, in lighter starts. Well, he wasn't very good in the in the postseason, but uh, the the clincher on Tuesday night was you know a really good game. They were down two nothing going into the eighth. They scored yep. two. They fell behind. They scored one. They scored 
to, to force extras and they, they scored four in the 10th and ended up winning the game seven to five. Um, it's a big deal. You know, I wrote about this last week at, at range today at com for five ninety nine a month, $60 a year or 35 for six months. Winning in the minor leagues is important. Yes. And, and you know, the, the Ranger really believe in it. I think that's, I, I think that's why, you know, you did see Blaine Krim get promoted, but some other guys who, 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 deserved a promotion you know justin foscue probably deserved a promotion but he he stayed and i think they wanted to expose a lot of these guys to the playoffs the playoffs and um you, you got to figure out feel it these games are intense for them you know tom tom so jc said it last week that the the games change the field changes and 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 the way you approach it changes you know minor leagues is about individual development and getting to the major leagues. There's, right. a, there's a very big individual slice of minor league baseball. But Admittedly. And he admitted that. And he said, yeah, look, we're well, trying I mean, to get to. It's yeah, it's just what it is. Yeah, and, exactly. And, and, but you get to the playoffs or, or that last week when you're trying to clinch and, and things are different and you, 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 nobody, you do nobody what you likes got, losing. You do what the game asks you to do as Ron Washington says. So, um, look, it's a it's a big deal, and and these guys now the Rangers hope have a feel for what it's like to and and to to figure out a way to win games, and they had to do that. They figured out how to win a way to win a couple of those games. I'm I'm gonna tell you right now, um, I watched the entire game on the little MILB app, and it was free. I I'd do it anyway, but uh, I look the best pitching prospect. You're gonna hear it right here in the in the organization is playing for the Frisco Rough Riders, and his name is not Jack Leiter. This is my personal opinion. Okay. The best pitcher in the minor league system right now, and I don't know what Kumar is going to do. AFL's coming up. I, I, he very possibly could jump up immediately if, if he is what he is. Owen White is the best pitcher in this organization right now. I don't care what anyone says. Struck out six in two innings, went six up, six down, struck them all out. He's got a little bit of an edge to him when he's on the mound. He looked at one guy. I don't, anybody that watched it, you didn't see it on any play, uh, any of the uh, replays you see that, that Frisco put out. You don't see it. He struck out one guy. It was the third out of the inning. I think it was the, the first inning he came in. As he walked off, apparently something was said. And he looked over at the hitter who looked back at him, and they mouthed something at each other. Uh-huh. And it was essentially like, you know, I don't know what was said. and But it, to the point of, you want to you want to go again? I mean, I'll strike you out again. Kind of uh-huh. the way the head came. That's what's rolling through my mind. But that guy went up. He was hitting mid to upper 90s. I mean, this guy, this guy's legit. Well, that's, that's the, one, the one thing that, really does stand out about it when you ask guys about Owen White like he's such a competitor you know his mound presence it's his mound he wants to he wants to absolutely destroy the whoever's in the batter's box exactly and um you know he he obviously has the stuff to go with it too he needs to pitch you know I mean he, he didn't you know he had Tommy John surgery and then uh, didn't pitch in 20 obviously and then last year he was ready to go and he hit the ground broke his hand you know he was great in the in the fall league but you're you're probably talking about 70 innings total this year you know he started at hickory and got bumped up but he only made i think four starts at double a before he got some some arm fatigue and so you know it, it was it's a big deal that he came back and pitched here he may go to instructs and pitch a little more just to get a little build up but well, he's got to feel good about the way he finished the year you know he pitched and he pitched well and that's kind of that's kind of what the Rangers want. They want him to to have a a good feeling that he's healthy, and can go into the off season like he normally would. Well, <clears throat> this is a guy that's going to be put on the forty man roster. Yeah, he's yeah. going to be put on the forty man roster. <clears throat> Why not let him come up this last week and maybe make one no, start? No. no, come on. I'm the fan part of me now. I'm like, come on. This hey, is the one kid that's yeah. the minor league pitcher that has moved his way up. Yeah. That, you know, okay. I get it. And I'm look, I'm dreaming and I understand that, but it's like, good Lord, this guy's ending. He's going. Yeah. I mean, you know, why not let him come up and have a couple innings and do that? He's going to be on, but you, you, you waste an option. That's the one thing you, yeah, you, just, just leave him alone, you know, but he's, he's got, you know, he's the voice of reason's going to tell I mean, him if he, if he comes up and makes his major league debut, even if he's just pitching one inning, he's still going to be amped up and sure, gas everybody. And it's just not going to be a good thing. Yeah, so yeah. leave him alone. Adam in the off season, you know, a definite ad. There's no question. Oh yeah, there's no question. Ad. He's going to be protected. And, you're, uh, not, you're not going to mess with yeah, him. Yeah. So anyway, good things in, in Frisco. And, Absolutely. And a bunch of good guys who, again, you've all seen on the show. So. Yep. Um, hey, the top twenty prospects that I do, golly, most of them are on here. 
I mean, seriously, you know, some graduated just because mine graduate, even though yeah. they have rookie status available. You can't have ever played one pitch in the major leagues. And so that some of them are going to graduate off. But we'll see. I'm going to put that together before. We're going to see what happens this offseason before I can even try to put it together. Well, you just put it together in October. Yeah, because there's, yeah. Yeah, we're going to count on that, actually. Okay, gonna, I'm doing we're gonna, it. We're going to pencil that one in for I'll, a I'll pencil on one in for maybe. October, the new one, and it'll all <laughs> change before the season starts because some of those guys might not be here anymore. It's true. That's what. All right, I'll do it. We're going to start right. it. Okay, we'll get that going. We've got to go up to AAA. They were the last ones to play. They finished their season last night. They ended the season 79 and 71. They were four and six in their last 10. They did lose last night yeah. uh, on his start. Yeah. Um, and wasn't very good. Uh, yeah. Poor Spencer Howard. Spencer uh, Howard, yeah. Cole Wynn pitched well, though. But anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, Spencer, you know, obviously he's part of the the trade with uh, that that. Kyle Gibson, Ian Kennedy, Hans Kraus trade that a lot of people didn't like. And um, the Rangers really thought they were getting a guy. And and maybe he is at some point. But right now, you know, you kind of – we we talked about the need for starting pitching. Okay, right. So let's say the Rangers re-sign Perez, add, add two more. Okay. Yep. So you have John Gray, Perez, pitcher A, pitcher B, and maybe Dane Dunning. All right, if, if he's healthy and ready to go after his hip surgery this week. Reagan's right. somebody down there at the end. So so then you have a group that's going to be AAA. Dunning, Reagan's, Otto, this guy, Spencer Howard. They're they're just going to be minor. You know, they can't all make the rotation. Nope. The Rangers aren't going to have an eight. An and they want them rotation. to stay. They want them right. to stay getting the multiple innings starting games. Pitchers get hurt. Right. John Gray got hurt three times this year. Right. Uh, so, so that's that's true though. That you are gonna need your minor league depth, and it has to be good. Yep. You got it. When you call up a guy, it can't be Tyson Miller. No offense to Tyson Miller, right? But the time he came up and and tried to fill in, he didn't even make it out of the first inning. He right. pitched very well the other night. Got his first major league win. Congrats to him. But you got to have guys. Yep. And uh, you know, the the 2011 Rangers, their starters made every start. They, yep. None of them went on the injured list. It's such a rare thing. That is not normal. so rare. <laughs> that is not just, normal. It just doesn't happen. And so you got to have guys. So when you look at the potential AAA rotation next year, it'll be a six-man rotation at least to start the year. Let's go Howard. <sighs> Howard, Ray, let's say Howard, Reagans. Otto. Otto. Okay, so there's three. Do you move up Jack Leiter? Does he go to, you know, is Col- Colwyn would, would be back, right? Yeah. So Owen, Owen White, White, maybe. Yeah. I mean, it's so it's it's a Bradford. Yeah, <laughs> you know he's a he's a Rule Five guy. You know, some of these guys so, are going to be in Double A because there's not enough room, and maybe one or two of these guys get a DFA if they can't. Well, you know, it, it's possible, or you, you or maybe you look to trade some of them. You know, sure. And, 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 yeah, that's true too. But there there are ways to do it. But you you don't want to kill your depth. Nope. And so. Um, it's that's another intriguing uh, fallout from whatever's going to happen this offseason. Is you know you're going to have a bunch of guys going to be like, hey, what about me? Yeah, you know? absolutely, so. absolutely. It, you know, all in all, the, the the minor league system did great. They had an yeah, overall yeah. winning record yeah, throughout yeah, the minor leagues. Sure. I think was it down east the only one that had a losing record. At, yeah, and they're one, one, one game under, and their last game got rained out. It got rained out. So I mean, there was winning culture all the way up and down. We're going into fall instructs now. Yeah. Uh, Arizona Fall League starts early next week. Sure. Uh, Kumar Rocker's going to be there. Yeah. A few guys are going to be there that, that, right. that we know. Uh, the closer for for uh, Frisco, yeah, Star. Nick Star, yeah. He, he's going to be there too. A um, couple of intriguing names that we're going to watch. But, I mean, this minor league system, can't say enough about what this minor league system's done. And, man, uh, hey, Jim Callis said 1 through 10. 1 through 10, it's the best in baseball Sure, the Rangers prospects one through two. Yeah, and he and I don't I don't know that he had Rocker in his top ten. I don't I don't recall. So he didn't. It's it's um, not out of because he doesn't respect Rocker. Rocker's got to go do something. Yeah, he's got and he's got some questions about the health. But yeah, I mean it's it's pretty good. And and you know these guys are gonna you know, jo- you know Josh Young is their number one prospect, so he's going to graduate early next year after right. he reaches his, his loses his rookie. Exceeds his rookie limits, he'll still be a rookie next year, but right. he won't be a prospect once he crosses that threshold or the technical term. Uh, you know, I think the Rangers still like thought Leody Tavares was a prospect. There is a prospect, but yeah. uh, you you get the drift um, to, on the technical side. But <laughs> this team's this yeah. te- this team has talent in the farm system. It, it has to get there, right? You know, it's like I, I, I say this a lot. It's like college football recruiting. You can have 
you know, a bunch you get of, all the five bunch stars of studs. Yeah. And, but if you know, one of them gets homesick, one of them gets in trouble, one of them flunks out. Yeah. You know, one of them gets hurt. Well, that class ain't looking so great now. Absolutely. So, you know, you, they, they, they got to do something. All right, guys. Anything else before we get out of here? Do it for Durrett. Do it for Durrett, October 14th. Uh, going to be a fun time. Yeah. Good. We, you know, tickets are, are, are not, not for sale anymore. Uh, but, uh, if you know somebody who's going and you want to want to bid bid by proxy, I don't care. That's fine with us. Um, yeah, it, it all goes to a great cause. Absolutely. And, and, uh, speaking of which, you know, a lot of you probably supported us uh, on on North Texas Giving Day. We we hit our goal there, so thanks for that. Um, and then uh, you know, um, remember subscribe to RangersToday dot com for five nine 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 a month, thirty five for six months, sixty dollars for a year. And subscribe to our YouTube channel. Hit the button. There's a button there for you to hit. Um, we need to. We need to. We're we're still trying to get to our number there. So help us out. And uh, but yeah, we still got one more one more regular season show to go. Uh, it'll be actually the regular season will be over. It'll be when over we, when, when we, we when we tape week. next week. Yeah, and then we'll be heading into a fun off season. Busy. All right, guys. <laughs> that's it until next week to do our end of year kind of roundup. Maybe we'll talk about who we thought were the best players and. Uh, who was the best pitcher, player, do all sure, of that fun yeah. stuff, maybe do some minor league stuff. That'll be a fun way to end it. But until then, guys, we'll see you at the yard. Roxo Media House.